about what it's like to have a new baby brother? It's kind of like having a new brother. It's kind of like having. It's kind of like having about four aliens to look after. This is take seven, I think. I have tried to do this podcast probably around seven times in the last week. And it's amazing how time has run away with me. It's Saturday night. I currently have the little baby on a pillow in front of me and everybody else is upstairs asleep. And I am trying very hard to just think about what's happened in the last three and a half, almost four weeks of little baby Becca. Um, It's actually been a good day and that's probably um, one of the reasons why I've been able to sit here right now and actually do a podcast. Um, I mean, obviously I might only last two minutes, but at the moment I think I'll be able to actually complete a podcast and I think that's because I feel good today. It's actually been a really, really nice day. It's the Easter weekend. Alfie has now been away for a week and a half, and it feels like longer. Um, and the baby is over seven pounds. So he's seven pounds two. He was born five pounds two. So he's on it, on the way to be a giant, aren't you, Becca? I'm just putting him over my shoulder now. I'm going to have to move this microphone a lot, so I'm sorry if the sound is appalling. If you're a sound fiend. Um, yes, he's okay. He is not a great sleeper, but none of my children have been great sleepers, so I was not expecting a great sleeper. That must be hard. That must be hard having a great sleeper for your first baby and then having a terrible sleeper for your second baby. Um, so, yeah, so I haven't slept very much in the last month. But again, I don't mind. Okay, pause one. That's pause. So there's so many things I wanted to talk about in this first month, really. I have been quite lucky in a way that my mum has been able to live with us while Alfie's away. I mean, I've been incredibly lucky. I've, I've had to just basically come to terms with the fact that I can do nothing with or children on my own. I, I, I can sit at best and watch TV with them whilst breastfeeding. That's about the maximum I can do. On if, if I'm really, really feeling capable, I can make them a bit of orange squash and a snack and then sit down on the sofa. But they've, they've gotten used to me saying, I can't do snacks, I can't do drinks, I'm just going to have to sit down. And they've adapted amazingly. They've adapted to me not putting them to bed. They've adapted to me really just sitting on the sofa the entire time breastfeeding and having to be careful around me and the baby. Ten has just reacted amazingly with thinking that the baby is almost a dolly's and at the same time he's adopted two of Margot's dollies and is never without them insists on taking the baby buggy, which a week ago he didn't even know how to push. And now he is going out every single time. We have to hide the buggy if we want to get somewhere quickly because he just will walk the entire time with the buggy and it will take ages. And um, he, he he comes up 
multiple times throughout the day and just says, up, up. And he wants to hold the baby. And even if the baby is on my boob, he, he just, there's, there's, there's no option but me, for me to pass him the baby immediately. And he's even realized that I use a pillow to rest my elbow on when I'm breastfeeding. And he now makes me give him a pillow to hold the baby with as well under his elbow. Isn't that so sweet? And very often he just comes and gets a little toy and just puts it on Becca's head and then walks off or goes up to his baby bouncer and says, hug, hug, and then hugs him quite harshly. But Becca doesn't seem to mind. He seems to like it. Within these three weeks, he has just transformed facially the baby and me probably with tiredness. I don't like mirrors anymore. I don't look in the mirror. Um, We live in a a flat where there's a mirror in the lift and the mirror isn't forgiving when you're not currently with a newborn. Um, So I just look down. It's taken about three weeks for me to be confident enough to go outside in a sling with the sling for longer than maybe five minutes. Very often in the last so many times now I've just basically got out the house and walked five minutes with 10 say in the buggy and then me carrying Becca in the baby sling and then just turned back because that is too stressful being outside there's a coffee shop nearby and a coffee shop about 10 minutes away and I've only been to the coffee shop nearby and every time I've gone outside I I, I think right I'm going to go to the that coffee shop today I'm going to go to the one further away today and every time I've turned back I, we had a stressful situation where we went to a park a bit further away yesterday and it was sunny and on the way home I just started basically crying saying I always do this I always I always do this I'm never doing this again I'm just we just have to go to the near park and we're not doing this again and I just have to go home because the baby I I just started crying had to undress the baby halfway home because I was worried he was overheating because I'm paranoid about that it's like they're robots and if they overheat they're gonna just crash um but in, in reality, he wasn't overheating. He was absolutely fine. And actually, it was a really enjoyable trip to the park. But I have these moments where I just kind of crumble with emotion and hormones and just feel like I've taken on too much and feel quite silly and feel almost embarrassed that I've even attempted to do things when I should maybe have just sat at home feeding the baby and keep trying to keep calm. But I realised I can't wrap this baby up in, um, what's the phrase? Wool? Wrap him up in wool? Hi, Becca. Is that take three? I'm just going to bounce you up and down. Oh, he's got the hiccups for the 80th time today. Okay, take three. The hiccups are still there, but I'm back. So the Easter holidays haven't been what they probably could have been for Donnie and Margot. I... I feel bad that they've just acclimatized to being indoors most of the time and having a quick park play, maybe with my mum. And the Easter holiday activity basically has been loom bands, which are choking hazards and should not be in the house if you have a 17-month-old. Um, so I feel bad about that. But ten, even though he puts them in the, his mouth, he, he spits them out, which is shows intelligence, I think. So Donnie has got very good at loom bands. I've tried to get them to draw each day. That hasn't really worked. We've just watched a lot of TV and I've done a lot of tidying up and sorting 
and they they did swimming actually they did swim I, I, I'm doing myself down they did swimming in the first week they did an intensive swimming course which was great fun for them um they actually really enjoyed it because the class was deserted and we didn't do anything like go to we just didn't do anything other than that really swimming lessons and loom bands Margot doing her own hair a lot just staying in our little bubble really just my mum and us a little bit of BB but BB is you know 24 and she's got she's got she's got a busy social life it has been weird actually I've really been realizing in the last I don't know since I was pregnant but maybe increasingly maybe I don't know for for a while um that they are babies for such a short period of time and then once they get to four or five they do start to not need you as much and I don't know maybe I psychologically um subconsciously sorry forgive my um language right now I am running on about two hours sleep a night um once they get to the age of about four or five they they do start to branch off and they don't need you as much and maybe subconsciously I did get pregnant with 10 when Margot was three and almost four because I wanted to be needed the entire time by somebody and I don't know now I now that I don't really plan on getting pregnant again, um, much to Alfie's relief, probably if he's listening to this, I did. I did have ten, and I think because of the trauma of the, the birth and everything, I did immediately speak about wanting to get pregnant again to kind of reclaim that birth experience. And and in a way, I think I did with Becca's birth. I think I had a positive birth. It was extremely painful and emotional and full of anxiety but it was a success it was the baby is here and we had the joys of that hospital experience after and getting him home and giving not not him him not being taken away um but yeah right now when I'm realizing that he's three weeks old he's already almost one month old he's developed so much in this four weeks he's He's got a dimple, he's got a stronger cry, he's got thigh fat, he's over seven pounds now. He's not in the tiny baby nappies anymore, he's in the newborn nappies. He's soon going to be doing, you know, a smile and he's going to be developing so fast and is this the last time I'm ever going to have a newborn? And there's that grief that comes with, it's so strange to even say grief when you've, you know, it's such a happy time, but you have to accept that you might not have this age baby again. And I do find that quite emotional, but I've got to get a grip, haven't I? I've got four. Come on. But it is, it is, I think now that I know it might be the final time of having a new newborn, you do have to accept that this, it's all temporary. Everything is temporary. As it says in um, a brilliant Imagine Dragons song. And if you don't know who Imagine Dragons are, you don't have... A seven-year-old who's obsessed with Imagine Dragons, who I think are an emo band, but I can't work it out. We've listened to every single Imagine Dragons songs during these holidays, by the way. That has been actually the main, the main thing for the Easter holidays is listening to, not just listening to, but watching a static image of the Imagine Dragons playlist on YouTube. 
and just listening to every single Imagine Dragons song. The favourite is Birds. That's the song by Imagine Dragons that Donnie likes the most at the moment. It has been a number of different songs by Imagine Dragons. It's been Wrecked. It's been Believer. It's been Follow You. But right now it's Birds. Anyway, in Birds, there's a lyric that says everything is temporary, which I think is not just the lyric. It's a phrase that's quite known. But because I've listened to this song 98 million times, it has made me kind of really think about that. Everything is temporary and the baby grows very quickly. Pregnancy is temporary. Nine months of being pregnant feels like forever. It goes so slowly. I mean, even even this time round when it was, life was so busy with three kids and it was quicker than the other pregnancies, it did still feel like forever being pregnant. And sorry, I keep looking at Becca's check that he's fully asleep, but every time I look over, he's wide awake, just staring at me. Quite often in the middle of the night when I'm breastfeeding, I'm thinking, oh, this is so hard. I'm like, why? How does he know how to feed this long when he's asleep? And then I turn on the nightlight and bam, his eyes are awake. And he's just looking at me or looking straight ahead at my boob. He's a really good feeder, by the way. I was going to talk about feeding for a bit, but I've been very blessed this time. He latched on instantly and hasn't let go since, which is great. I'm hoping that he doesn't have the same vomiting issue that Ten had. Um. I think it's called colic or reflux. I don't know. He does vomit a little bit, but so far I think he's he's going to be a strong feeder and I'm going to breastfeed him till he's six. That's not true. I'm going to try and go for a, a while though, longer than the others. Having said that, I always say that around this time. About three weeks in, I say, I'm going to, this is fine. I'm going to breastfeed forever. It's easy. And then, it gets to the point where you're like, actually, I'll just try and get to six weeks. Actually, I'll try and get to 12 weeks. Actually, I'll try and get to 18 weeks. Um, I got a few questions about what it's like handling a newborn and a toddler. And the question, the answer is it's, it's, it's tricky. You have to be a bit of a juggler because he's still a baby, Ten. He's, you know, he's still so little. He needs me. He thinks that I am his, you know, his everything. And I am, and I want to be, but. I also now have to protect this tiny thing next to next to me the entire time. Um, I don't know. I just, I guess I don't want to, I think with Donnie and Margot, because they were so close in age two and I was so busy with work and actively busy. Like I wanted to be, I was so scared about my career. I just stampeded on. Um, I still tried to be, I mean, I, I didn't work all the time, so I was definitely incredibly present, but um, I definitely constantly was thinking I should be doing things. I didn't ever let myself stop and breathe and have time, and I really am conscious of doing that this time. Um, I feel like it's like a second chance. Um, I think I, I put Donnie and Margot together a lot, so... And also because I think boys develop slightly differently at a different pace to girls. Like they seem a lot of the time like they're the same age. And very often I get asked if they're twins, even that because they're almost exactly the same height and build. And um, they just do everything together. And I didn't have to, I don't know, it's, 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 it's been a bit easier to group them in things together. Whereas this time I don't want to do that with 
so much. I want to make sure that Ten has his own time and Beck has his own time. And I don't know why I'm talking about this. Sorry. I'm going to be talking about what's it like to have a newborn. I'm talking about, I don't know what I'm talking about. Just written in my notes, Bing. We've re- watched about, we watched Bing. That's, that's, that's the calm down choice. And I tried to save in the night garden for when it's nap time or bedtime so that he knows that this is his cue to go to sleep. It doesn't always work, but quite often it does. My paranoia is, is calming down at the beginning of the first week or two. It was huge. There's this big thing about grunting. If the baby's grunting, that means they've got something wrong with them. But babies also snore and the snore isn't that different to a grunt. So it's very difficult to decipher if they're grunting or not. Also, it's warm. It's April. Like they're going to be not cold when you touch them and the paranoia about temperature. And if they get beyond a certain temperature, it's bad. You need to go to any. So again, I'm trying not to constantly take his temperature. It was quite an awful moment in the hospital, actually, on day one in the middle of the night when I realized I can't sleep unless he's sleeping on me, which I thought was fair enough given the baby should still be inside me and he was minute. Um, but a midwife came in in the middle of the night and you're you're asleep and they come in and check on you and quite often you don't notice them. they come in. But she woke me up and said, you're burying him. You're burying him. And I had no idea what she, and then I realized the baby was on me and she was worried that I was going to suffocate him. But that was quite a weird way of putting it. You're burying him. Jesus Christ. I am walking around the entire time with one boob out and I don't care. No one's here to stop me. You, I, I like having one boob out because then you know that you just fed on that boob and then you can crack on with the next boob. It's not always out, but it's quite often you know, like n- near out. What else? No one talks about the amount of admin you have to do when you have a newborn. I always forget. It's so stressful. You go through the entire pregnancy just wanting to meet your child. Then you meet your child and then you're handed a a lump of paper and things you have to do now that you have the child. It should be longer. They should give parents longer. It's so, I, I found it every time really like, a weight on me. The birth registration you have to do within six weeks or you're going to get a fine and you have to sign up to a GP within this amount of time. Otherwise, it's not going to not going to get the vaccinations when it's meant to have the vaccinations. So you don't have the vaccinations this amount of time. This is the vaccinations you have to have. This is the class you should go to. This is the midwife you should meet. This is the time you should be at this place. This is the, it just always should just be a bit more relaxed because it's just, just getting up in the day and having a shower is a big achievement. Anyway, we, I did manage to get the birth registered. It's also really complicated because in cer- certain GPs let you register without the birth certificate, but some don't. And also because Alfie's away in Australia until the baby's like eight weeks old, he, and there was no appointment before he left. There probably was, but I didn't want to book the appointment to register his name before he was born. I'm not, you know, that would have been weird. So it's just so morbid how it's a birth. Hi, are you booking your birth or your death registration? Um, birth, thank you. You here? What are you here for today? Birth or death registration? Birth, thank you. Um, so because we're not married, Alfie, if he wasn't present at the birth registration, he it couldn't have the baby couldn't have the baby his surname basically. 
And I, I don't know if I've spoken about this before, but I felt very strongly that they should have his surname just to add another incentive, Alfie, not to leave us. Um, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> but it is also very true and I think has worked. But this time I had to get him birth registered so I could get him registered for the GP so that he could have the vaccinations, blah, blah, blah. And so on the way there in the taxi, my first trip out, just me and Becca, um, I thought, oh, I, I actually could name him anything. He doesn't have to be my surname. He doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be Becca. He could be anything. I could call him anything because I know that we're going to have to go back and do it all over again when Alfie gets back. This is just to get the GP thing, which actually I didn't even bloody need because the GP said I could have a temporary one. Anyway, that's so boring. But, you know, just in case you're wondering, some GPs don't need you to have the birth registration. So don't worry about that. Try and do it without the birth registration. Anyway, that's just, uh, who cares? Sorry, I don't even care. I don't know, I just bored myself. So on the way there in the taxi, I was going through all these names, but I still, it's just weird when you share a child with someone, you have this, this bond, this, like, it's almost like an umbilical cord to him. I, I felt like I had to have his consent, which is obviously, you know, fair of me. He should have his consent, but there is, it's silly. There's no need. Like I could have easily just given him Somebody's coming down right now. Who's coming down? That's Margot peeping through. Hi. Just doing a podcast. <laughs> um, it's way too late for her to be up. Um, anyway, I gave him a fun name. I added a fun name just just for me. Just for me. And I know the the thing is about Giving them a temporary name it doesn't isn't actually temporary. It's forever on their birth certificate, and then it's crossed out, and then you have the 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 official name. But this baby right now has my surname and Alfie's surname as the middle name, and then a fun name that I just added on a whim. Turn the light off, Margot. Margot, turn. Mm. Trying to save electricity, aren't we all? Um. <laughs> anyway that was quite that was quite thrilling but I still couldn't go ahead I was gonna I was saying to Alfie in my whatsapps I'm gonna call him this this name I'm gonna call him Ocean I want to call him Ocean um I don't know why I've suddenly thought of Ocean but I just I liked it and I thought it'd be funny and um I still couldn't go through with it so Ocean is now his temporary middle name but I think that's quite fun I'll know that the five podcast nestlers will know that. And it's like a little secret, just just for us, just a fun thing. And it won't be his official name. But right now, I like having a baby ocean. Baby ocean with a dimple. He's got one dimple. And my mum has said that he's got a chin dimple, but I don't want to believe that yet. I think this might have to be take four. Take four. Okay, this is now the last attempt of doing this podcast because I need to go to bed. But I just thought it'd be nice to touch touch base with you, the listener, in a very, very unsophisticated audio way, just to say, um, when they're at Easter, when they're back from the Easter holidays at school, I'm gonna be much better at doing podcasts, I promise. And if you have any questions about I don't know, pregnancy or newborn life, toddler life, ch children, 
and children in general. Not that I'm an expert. I'm obviously not an expert, but that's um, if you want to ask me anything, please do get in touch with me. My diary entries are on patreon.com forward slash cave sisters. Um, I'm doing about two a week roughly just because I'm weird and I find it quite cathartic to write a diary and I thought why not make it public like we work. Um, that's an in-joke if you've just watched We Crashed, which I've just watched. Alfie hasn't um, updated his payment for Netflix, so I can't watch anything on Netflix at the moment, which feels like he's done that just to fuck with me while he's in Australia, but I don't have my own Netflix, which is shows I'm quite codependent, doesn't it? But I still maintain I'm not codependent. Anyway, I hope he's having a great time in Australia. And I'm going to continue to breastfeed this baby. I did want to talk briefly about strep B and vagina symptoms postpartum, but I don't have time for that, so I'm going to do that on the next podcast, which uh, will be in a few days. I'm going to try and do these um, twice weekly from now on. Um, yes, I hope if you are pregnant still or about to have a baby or if you've just had a baby or doing well, it's really hard. I'm not going to lie, but there are moments of just absolute joy and beauty and I'm, yeah, I'm just really loving it this time round. So, uh, but I also have cried twice today. So that's my parting note. Lots of love. I don't let me down. Don't let me down. Don't let me down.